0: Welcome, welcome, podcast listeners. This is epinode, epinode, episode, episode. Damn you! This is how it's going to. It, I'm leaving it in because this is how it's going to continue for the rest of the podcast. This is epinode <laughs> number one hundred and seventy-six of the fretsaw podcast. I mean, it's it's epinode number one. We've done one hundred and seventy-five <laughs> episodes before. Um, you are here with your host, Mister Budget Pedal, chap. <laughs> You are also here with uh, the man giggling in the background. It is Mr. Matt Coyne. Say hi, Matt. Hi, Matt. Well, hey. It is. It's. is going to be one of those, isn't it, Matt? Uh, it, it is going to be one of those Epinodes. In, indeed. I mean, it's like no other Epinode before, um, quite literally. <laughs> it, I mean, that's our podcast title, isn't it, Epinode? But... <laughs> epinode 1. That's <laughs> Epinode one. Epinode one. The Phantom Menace. Oh shit, man! This is this is <laughs> it's, it's good. <laughs> the, the, um, fantastic, yeah. I mean that that saves me a job now. I don't have to have a pen near me just in there case you it happens. You can sit back and relax now. I see it <laughs> right. So it's 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 episode number one seventy six. Epinode one. The Phantom Menace, um, and. <laughs> Yeah, I mean I I I do hope for your sake's listeners that it it isn't as shit as the Phantom Menace. Um <laughs> Which one of us is Jar Jar Binks, that's the question. I think I think at this point we're probably both Jar Jar Binks.
1: <laughs> yeah, we probably not. Yeah. Well, though, to be fair, Jar Jar Binks is a Jedi if you've seen all of the
0: fanfic theories. Really oh my god, that's now, that really He's... um it belittles the Jedi Order, doesn't it, a little bit, like considering his his presence within the, those movies. <laughs> I mean, yeah,
1: you'd have to go and go fall down the YouTube rabbit hole that I fell down, and eventually you'll find out why Jar
0: Jar Binks is a Jedi. Okay. I I, I mean, I'm probably not far off currently. <laughs> I, I mean, like every so often, uh, one of the videos that I watch on YouTube, for whatever reason, becomes attached to one of my playlists on my actual youtube channel so you'll be like oh yeah here's like the the musky preamp in the no talk all Tone, and here's the vintage phaser and here's the whatever and then it'll just be like five video game bosses that killed themselves you're like what <laughs> okay uh, yeah like currently my my youtube um algorithm is kicking up um failed kickstarter projects videos about those like top five failed kickstarter projects um excellent so there you go that's that gives you a little bit of an insight into like my youtube uh <laughs> watch watching <laughs> uh like, yeah like you you'd think oh it will be like electro harmonics new newest this week's newest pedal or it'll be like I don't know, JHS or That Pedal Show or... No, no, none of that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit like um, how they say, like, I'll never buy a mechanics car because they'll, like, they've had so much of it at work that they won't want to do it when they get home. It's yeah. it's very much the same, isn't it? We Like, we, we do have our fingers on the pulse of, like, general... Current guitar news, but it's it's got to a point where that media uh, we we kind of burnt out a little bit on it. know. Yeah, like yeah. I was just gonna say, like the the thing the
1: things that I kind of tend to keep up with these days are podcasts that are I I would put in a similar feel to us, so like the Tone Jerks, where it's eighty percent them talking about themselves and twenty percent guitar. Yeah. And I find that much more interesting than, like, as much as, like, I'd love to watch the two hours of that pedal show, or th- is it three hours now? Because they do, they do a two hour and a one hour, don't they? And it's. They? I'd, I'd love to sit and watch that. I haven't got time to sit and watch that. And I, ju- I, I get enough guitar stuff as it is,
0: just. Yeah. It's still on my Facebook feed just because of this, the, the shit I've liked over the years. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, I, every so often I'll get a and get a glimpse of what the Mrs. Um, Instagram or Facebook looks like. And I'm like, where the fuck's the guitars gone? Like, where's <laughs> where's the constant barrage of guitars? Why is it all just, like, baking and weight loss stuff? <laughs> like, what is this shit? But no, yeah. apparently Facebook tailors itself to different people, and I am not the centre of the universe, so... <laughs> Sorry. Well, that's <laughs> yeah. inconvenient, isn't Maybe, it? Exactly, exactly that. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, my Facebook is very much the same. Like Facebook and Instagram is very much kind of guitar centric. So when I get on YouTube, it's it's a case of we let's let's watch stupid shit. And it yeah. it's a lot of kind of retro gaming recently because lockdown has done that to me. Lockdown has made me go back to like games where you could see the pixels <laughs> um, because they're they're really fucking hard. Like. They they were designed so I mean a lot of the like early games were designed so that they would steal your your money your quarters yeah, um, yeah. so so
1: the yeah the, well, the even di- even things like Mario on the snes can you imagine saying to an eight year old now here's a game there's no there's no save point at all once you run out of lives you start again from the very start do you know what they'd say they'd say fuck off I'm playing something else that's yeah. what they'd say.
0: Yeah, the they'd do it for a little while and go, No, this is this is far too far too difficult. Where's the save state? Where's the checkpoint? Like yeah. <laughs> they get to The amount of times I've played that first level of the first fucking Mario game. Oh yeah, but you get really fucking good at it, don't you? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Um and that's that was the point. The the fact that the games weren't like ten hour epics. They were something that you could complete feasibly within about 40 minutes if you were really good yeah or if you'd memorize this, the the pattern of everything <laughs> yeah well that that's essentially what it comes down to isn't it it's it's you you get the patterns down of the enemy because they all spawn at the same point and it's all very predictable once you've gone through the the process a bunch of times um, and you watch some like these speed runners where they're like jumping off the edge of a pipe when a um, one of the plants are coming up and you're like shit man that is that's pixel perfect jumping <laughs> and they're just like yeah. doing it like it's no thing um, so yeah I mean it is, it is just a case of like memorising the patterns isn't it it is yeah um, but this has absolutely nothing well kind of <laughs> it has something to do with guitar because we all like when we all first started playing guitar we all just used to memorise the patterns Yeah. And then some of the some of us are still using those patterns ten fifteen years later. <laughs> that's it. ain't broke, don't fix it. <laughs> old good old pentatonic, yeah,
1: get you out of a tight spot of pentatonic will
0: <laughs> that's it. I'm just imagining that meme where the, like the the salesman slapping the top of something and saying, <laughs> "Yeah, check this. so he's yeah. like check this pentatonic scale. It's got so many licks in it. <laughs> Yep. yep yes it does, it um, does.
1: And, and, and I've been using them for all my life and I will continue to use them and sometimes
0: I'll augment them but a lot of the time I won't bother yep yeah. because <laughs> they sound great <laughs> And so I mean it's, it, it is weird how there is a parallel between kind of video games like video gaming patterns and then you doing the very same but on an instrument and it creating music and yeah yeah, and 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 like your parents would say, "Oh, you're wasting your time on those video games." Like, no, I'm building up my cognitive abilities. Yeah, I'm I'm learning to memorize patterns that I will
1: use later in life. Just you don't know it yet.
0: That's it. Yeah, yeah. Now, yeah, now I can play guitar and not earn any money from. Oh, okay, they were right. <laughs> Shit. I earn a little bit of
1: money. That's it, yeah. Not enough to like make a living, but like enough to fund
0: most of my habit of buying pedals. Well, see, it's a break-even kind of hobby, isn't it? <laughs> it as, is as it's very it's much, much. If you're lucky, it's a break-even hobby. That's it. That's how you know you've made it. It's not. It's not actually costing you much. You're not hemorrhaging <laughs> money, at least. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Yep. That is. That's guitar um so I, I guess we should kind of formally start the podcast now with that we're like 10 minutes in pretty much yeah. <laughs> sounds like it sounds like a plan it does doesn't it uh so hey matt what you been up to <laughs>
1: yeah um so much the same as the last time i was on it's been a case of like learning stuff for both bands because i had a practice for one band tonight and a practice for another band tomorrow so i've been like learning songs and just yeah getting getting ready first christmas do is this weekend and i've got one the next weekend the night before that one i've got a pub gig so like yeah like I, i reckon over the next Four weekends, I reckon I'll play a hundred different songs live just because we're doing pub gigs, we're doing Christmas parties, and I'm also doing my own works Christmas party. Yeah. Which I'm sure I basically won't get to shoot. Like, there's some of the guys at work know what I know, like, I've been to see the band before, so they know what we can play in the pubs. Yeah. So I imagine they're just going to shout fucking Freebird at me all night. So we'll end up doing that, and, like, yeah, like, of course you it's will. just going to be. Yeah, it's it's gonna it's gonna be like interesting that one, but yeah, like yeah, two pub gigs, three Christmas parties in the next sort of like three and a half four weeks. So yeah, it's gonna be all over the place. And I actually spent tonight, and we didn't realise this was gonna happen, but turning an Elvis song into half Elvis, half Sex Pistols. Nice. So we like we were dicking around, or oh, Lorcan was dicking around, and he was doing Blue Christmas. Yeah. Um, and like he just kind of like then tried to speed it up, and I was like, "Oh, that sounds like something John Lydon could sing." <laughs> and he started putting on an accent, and all of a sudden, we've got the first half we're doing really slow, and then he's just gonna go into fucking Sex Pistols mode. Am I gonna turn it into a punk
0: song? Oh, a bit like um, a bit like My Way, though. The, yeah, because it were not yeah. it wasn't their cover. That was, was that, it. it was it was just Sid Vicious. But yeah, yeah, that that had a slow. Yeah, started. it was. Yeah, brilliant. So you've you've <laughs> yeah. eventually um, came you to the, the Christmas the... song. Well, yeah, you've you've done Sex Elvis, haven't you? Which is <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I'm sure he did a lot of it in his younger days. Hey, yeah, uh, he probably did a fair bit in his older days. To be fair, like, yeah, yeah, probably did. He was he was very well known. So. Um... I mean, he he probably had to do a little bit less convincing when he was younger because he was he was quite a quite the heartthrob when he are Elvis. He, he was, yeah, but
1: yeah. So we've been doing that, and then like just going over other stuff that we've learned just to make sure that we're kind of absolutely there. And I'm just I'm falling in love with the the race of dead, not the race of dead. The Brexit means Brexit. The BMB overdrive. Just uh, like I'm finding the right place to just kind of kick it in, just to add. A bit of extra oomph and a bit of sustain, just to kind of yeah, like we're we're doing what I want to break free, and just that that ringing chord just sounds perfect with the BMP. Just like, just like, you know, just full on
0: Chewbacca, indeed. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that is that's the tone that everyone's searching for, isn't it? Though, I really want my guitar to sound like Chewbacca. No, forget Stevie Ray Vaughan and his, like, dumb balls and his, like, TS-10. No. Chewbacca. That's that's where I'm getting my tonal yeah. inspiration from.
1: Yeah. And then um, I haven't dug out like, – I had I had dug out the um, the battery for my Variance because we're going to use that tonight. Because, um, obviously, I said we're doing Power of the Love last week and I need, I need a Strat sound.
0: Yeah, yeah. Of course, what I didn't do was take the guitar with me. I just took the battery. <laughs> What a dickhead. <laughs> yeah, the battery doesn't... Um, it's, it's not a magical battery. You can't just plug it into anything. <laughs>
1: so, yeah. Um, so, yeah. I just did it on the Cabernet, which I got back from... Um, oh, I
0: that's the fresh Yeah, day. yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I got it back. Um, but, yeah, uh, so... Uh, I was just talking about it, and the the bassist has a collection of guitars, so he's going to bring a strat because he knows I'll forget the <laughs> the, <laughs> the variax. So he's bringing a strat with him on Saturday. So I'm going to get to play. a... I think he said it was a Daphne Blue. Is it Daphne? Is Daphne? Is that
0: Fender or is that Gibson? No, Daphne Blue is a thing, yeah, and it's a Fender. Is it, is it the
1: light? Is it the lighter Fender color?
0: Uh, yeah. So. Daphne, Daphne blue and surf green are very close. Yeah, then it's Daphne blue. That's the one he
1: was on about. Because I was like surf green, and he's like, no, no, the the light one that's not Lake Placid blue. And I was like, I think it's Daphne blue. But yeah, he's got he's got a strat anyway, and he's just like, yeah, I'll bring that along just so you can get that. Because there's a there's a couple of songs where I kind of need it, but like I've been getting away with just like, rolling off the volume a little bit and using bridge humbuckers, and like it, it
0: doesn't get there. Like... <laughs> no, it doesn't. No. no. That's why it's, he says it's he's bringing... as as I can do with a Les Paul. Yeah, that's why he says he's bringing the strat, isn't it? that? Yeah. yeah. No, Matt, no, just not the Booker Tone again. <laughs>
1: Please. Yeah, <laughs> this is not what we want, yeah. like Don't get me wrong, the Booker Tone's great, just not in certain situations where you need, like, a
0: yeah, a, either a strat bridge or a strat, like, between bridge and middle. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's like if someone asked you for a knife and you gave them a shovel. Like, <laughs> yeah, so it's I, a f- I could I could probably cut somebody with this, but a, yeah, it's a fine tool. However, not in this circumstance, please. Um, yeah. Oh, I'm sure I'm sure our um, uh, our, our listeners are on on ten about which key you're doing um all I want for Christmas in. Did you, did you settle is it is it in standard is it in the G we are, we it...
1: are doing it in it. No, we're, no we're doing it in E um, yeah <laughs> so well, interesting um, very different
0: to play on a guitar but yeah we're doing it in E yeah yeah yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm imagining so because like we mentioned last time you've got when, you, when you're doing it in G you've got all of the kind of the the movement to the because you've got like it's G then it's like a C and then C. E flat, yeah. Which oh, well, yeah. you're like C over E flat. Uh, sorry, C minor over E flat, isn't it? It's E flat over
1: C minor seven. Yeah, it becomes E flat. It's <laughs> becomes C over A minor seven, which is just a C chord. Oh yeah,
0: yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You,
1: of course it does. Yeah. You, you you can add the seventh in, but you, you, it's then a C
0: nine rather than a. <laughs> I think we we spoke we spoke about Christmas chords a lot last time. I don't think we're. I, th- I think we've had enough of that.
1: Yeah, so we we had like we had this this because I was like, oh, can can somebody just point me in the direction of what this chord would like? Because I I couldn't be asked fucking like transposing or anything. I was just like, somebody tell me what chord I need to play here. And we were so, talking about it, and at one point I now need to play a B seven flat nine. Okay. That's cool. Um, which, obviously, it's a B7, but with a, a C over it, but not over it, under it. And yeah. Like, yeah. Find the C, and I was like, well, okay, I can roughly kind of sort of, I think, I'll find, yeah, okay, it's over there. And I was like, yeah. And the
0: bassist and the drummer were in the chat going, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> hey, yeah. <laughs> yeah? Is it is it a root note? Do, we, do I hit the big one? Yeah. Or the lit one? Just... Or, the, or the big metal one? <laughs> yeah, yeah, Just, just... just
1: <laughs> and then yeah for half of them i was just saying right if the bass is playing the root note i'm not going to bother
0: with these fucking augmented chords with different root notes i'm just going to play the chord yeah 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 you, you you pretty much take you log you and the bassist assume the role of one keyboard player don't you like you yeah. take you take the bottom end i'll take the top end we're sound <laughs> yeah so yeah that's what we're doing yeah it's, it's when you get those horrible Stacked chords where like keyboard players play like a C in the one hand and like a D minor in the other, and it ends up being like a thirteenth chord. Like now, I've yeah. got I've got six strings. Like <laughs> that ain't happening.
1: Yeah, I can play a thirteenth chord, but it's going to be missing some of the middle notes. I yeah. can play the root notes. Uh, I can play the root of the chord with a thirteenth. You, you, you get chord, one and the Yeah, enough. and
0: and. <laughs> You can choose one of the other tones within that chord.
1: <laughs> yeah, you can play either a, far, a fifth or a third, baby. Yeah, if you're lucky.
0: <laughs> but yeah, anything anything beyond that, no, go screw yourself. Get a keyboard player. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're lucky enough to have a keyboard player. <laughs> well, there you go. Yeah, so I, I assume the keyboard player is doing a lot of heavy lift, lifting on the uh, the bigger song. Yes, though. yes, yeah. very much so. Good, 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 and as as they should. That is their job. <laughs> um, yes. So, yeah. Good stuff. Um, I've just looked at the time with 20 minutes in already. <laughs> shit. Yeah, be right. <laughs> she be right. uh So, I, I guess I'll... I mean, I, I haven't really done a great deal technically. Uh, but I've got, I've got shit loads coming up. In fact, actually, yes, I have. I've edited an entire series of pickpocket videos... Um, And you'll see them up on... uh, Because I think I've set them to premiere. So you'll see them, like, this Wednesday, which will be tomorrow for us. But then it will be, like, last Wednesday for you listeners. Um, And then there'll be, like, a Wednesday after that. And then a Wednesday after that. I think, like, the one comes out Christmas Eve Eve, which is pretty cool. Okay. Um, So the three picks that I did, because I did them in a little run... um, and the one that you will be out by the time you listeners are here is uh, the Ibanez PG-1000 1000, or 1000PG. 1000 I can't remember which way it goes. Uh, which is essentially uh, like a Paul Gilbert signature, slightly bigger jazz, okay. jazz pick-ish, like a celluloid jazz pick. Um, I am a pretty... Big Paul Gilbert fan. I, I especially when I was younger. I I I, um, I went to see him a couple of times, doing uh, doing like solo stuff. Uh, I saw Mr. Big perform twice. Uh, so like safe to say, pretty like pretty into Paul Gilbert. Uh, yeah. So I bought I bought a couple of Paul Gilbert picks. Needless to say. They didn't instantly transform me into a shred genius, uh, which <laughs> I I almost asked for a refund, but considering they were like five quid or something, I let it slide that one time. Uh, but yeah. so I, I bought I bought a few of them actually. I, I've got a few different colours, but the because they they kind of match some of his signature guitars as well. There's a a blue one with pink uh writing which is like his original uh pgm 100 i think it was um and then there's like the the white white and black one which is the the more current one and then the red and gold one which was the one that uh do the demo one um which is one that was in the like mid 90s so they're, they're all long like kind of throwbacks to the different colors that he had um, his PGM signatures uh, which is really cool uh, but I thought I'd give it give it a bit of a demo and that's what we've got got this week um, I'm not going to give away the secrets of of what it sounds like and the tone and, uh, but generally it's a bit bigger like a bit bigger of a picture pic- picture pick plectrum pic- pic- plectrum yeah it's a bit bigger than I'd usually go for um, because I'm very much like a jazz, uh, jazz 3 player, and anything bigger than that feels a bit cumbersome to me. Yeah. Um, unless yeah, it's I'd... a... Yeah, carry on. yeah sorry. I,
1: I'm the same. Like I can't use the big stubbies anymore. I used to use the big stubbies, then I went to the little stubbies, then I went to Jazz 3, and now I can't use the big stubbies at all. The only time I can use a big pick is if it's soft and I'm playing
0: acoustic and I don't want to take my fingernails off. yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I I always end up taking the uh, lot like the cuticles off my, my nail. Yeah, that's what I mean. The yeah. th- like the the back of your finger you know? yeah, the cuticles. Yeah. I hate yeah.
1: So yeah, on an acoustic I will use a big soft pick and have it out quite away so I don't have to have my hand right next to the strings.
0: Yeah, it's a bitch that, isn't it?
1: Yeah. I've been uh, there before. I've I've actually like ripped them open before. Oh like, yeah. Normally yeah. when people bleed on the guitar, it's their left hand, not with me. I'm always ripping my fucking cuticles off and fucking bleeding all over things with my right hand.
0: Yeah, yeah, standard. I I've, I've done that when I was when I was younger. I, I tend to be a bit more reserved with my picking hand these days. And it's been it's been a long, long time since I've played an acoustic, so um uh, I can avoid it. Um but I imagine that I probably would be Very similar. Where (laughs) I'd be ripping the cuticle off my first, like my index finger.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's all. all I like. uh, I've semi moved in with the misses, so I've only got an acoustic acoustic guitar there because it's a bit like, bit inconvenient to play the like play a valve amp, which is all I own at this point. Yeah, in the house. So I was like, yeah, I've got an acoustic, but every time it's like quiet, and I'm just strumming away. I'm always worried about taking fucking fingernails off or or just...
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah. nothing nothing kills the mood than a, a weeping finger wound, does it? <laughs> yeah, just fucking... Oh, sorry, I've just sprayed blood all over the bedroom because I was trying to stay out of your way in your bedroom, but yeah, now there's blood everywhere. Yeah, sorry, like... I, I, I did a stupid... <laughs> <laughs> um, so, I mean, we've got, we've got that. Um, and then the following week, which um, will be out in two days for you guys, um, is... Uh, a Timbertones pick that I thought was um, it was like a plastic. Apparently, it's uh, it's bone. <laughs> uh, uh, it's buffalo horn. Um, so not not quite bone, but like um, yeah. still. Uh, I mean, it 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 was the only thing that I could see that looked very similar on the on the website. And it's been about three or four years since I ordered them, so. I've got to assume yeah. it's the boe the sorry the the buffalo, buffalo horn buffalo horn yeah um and it's yeah so it looks like a, like a kind of dense plastic like a shiny plastic um and it's it's again it's like jazz a little bit bigger than a jazz a little bit pointier as well the point is a little bit more extreme um and that trips me up a little bit um because I'm, again, I'm really, really used to the jazz. I've been playing it for... It's It's got to be probably the best part of a decade by now. I've been playing the yeah, jazz. Yeah,
1: I, I moved to jazz about five years ago and never went back. Like yeah, I, like I say I've been on the Little Stubbies for about three or four years, and I actually used to really like those. And The only reason I played a jazz three is because somebody went, oh, these are the standard picks now, and I'm like must be crap must be crap like I, I i know better i i yeah i've been using these i know better these are great Played of these jazz three and was like
0: this is so much easier well wow, yes. this is my new pick this is my new pick <laughs> i was found with the, the the little stubbies that uh they were very prone to slipping because they were they're almost domed in their top whereas yes. the jazzes have got a flat top uh, and raised writing it almost works as a grip uh, yeah. so I found that was and, and the stiffness wasn't uh, wasn't an issue because they're, they're rather inflexible aren't they yeah but there you go uh, and then fi- the final one the one that comes out Christmas Eve which um, I'm not entirely sure if we're going to have a cast between now and then so who knows um, but that's the Trident's Purple Heart so I actually did a bit of research and found out the actual wood name for Purple Heart. Like, it's got a proper, proper name. Uh, So, I mean, it's worth watching the video just for that. Um, Fair enough. But yeah, I I love wood picks. Um, So, spoilers, that one's going to be good. Uh, And yeah, I've... uh, As well as, like, picks, which I know... uh, can be a little and exciting um i'm I'm getting into it a bit more now um i've got some some mental pedals coming up um i don't know which one i'm going to do for no talk all tone this week because i've not recorded it yet because we're we're recording quite early in the week um yeah to be honest if we weren't recording today i probably would have recorded the no talk all tone today (laughs) so that'll happen tomorrow probably um I got sent through a couple more Jed's Peds, which is always, always lovely. Um, So one of them is like a vintage phaser, which is like three knobs. Um, Generally, like generally pretty pretty much what you expect for a phaser. Very, very nice sounding. Very, very big boxed. Um, So I'm leaning towards that one this week because... It's number one, it'll be easier for me to do. Um and I, I really like phase as well. So I'm 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 kinda leaning towards that. And the other two, um, so I've got a Fuzz Factory with more knobs. <laughs> so I, I've never played a Fuzz Factory before. Um They've got five knobs, haven't they? The Fuzz Factory? Uh yeah, I believe so, yeah. Um like two of which are like a standard Fuzz Face Knobs like your gain and your volume, then you've got stuff like stab, which I don't know what that means. Comp, Uh, I'm
1: guessing it's compression,
0: but stab is that like more stabby and less stabby? So (laughs) I I think it stands for like stability. Oh, (laughs) and and you like it, it's keeping like keeping the um, stopping it from going glitchy and yeah, yeah, stuff like that, yeah. Um, but they look from what people have described first first factories to me as is that they are very temperamental and like you'll find a setting on one day and then you'll try and dial in the exact same thing the next day and nope Um, (laughs) so the they're they're very um, very finicky because everything like literally everything within the circuit is on a control rather than a set parameter yeah. um but because of that they've got they've gained a massive following because they are just a, a little box of fun uh, so add two more controls to that and then you get this one uh, yeah i i plugged it in for a little bit and got some what what i've described to jed as a dying atari uh, <laughs> And so there you go take from that what you. Glitzy and eight bit yeah yeah like just like almost like painful screams of uh digitalness just bloop 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 bloop, bloop. yeah there's a lot of that um but then i've, I've set it to some pretty meaty for stones as well um i kind of know how it works possibly i say that now when i go to do a no talk all tone on it <laughs> I won't be able. Yeah, to...
1: you'll, you'll move one knob and it'll do something completely to, like out of the ordinary. You'd be like, "Oh, oh, maybe not that one." Was it this one?
0: <laughs> I imagine I'll I'll come across the um, the guitar pedal version of like the the blue screen on a computer. <laughs> mm. So that's gonna be fun. It's gonna be really fun. Um, it's kind of edgy your seat kind of. No talk will turn that one is. And then the, the final pedal, which I think I'm probably going to release between Christmas and New Year, is uh, a pedal called the Brain Bleach. Um, and I don't want to give away too much of that one because I'm not entirely sure that it's out just yet. But if you think that the fuzz face is crazy... <laughs> yep. Uh, so we'll leave it there um, but that's that's one to really really watch out for I'm very excited for that one um, so that's pretty much pretty much the week um, as I did mention we, we we don't know necessarily if there's going to be like a super super Christmas podcast this, this year I don't know how it's going to work but we're going to have to figure that out between now and Christmas pretty yeah. much.
1: Yeah, basically. We've got like eleven days to make that decision.
0: Mm-hmm. Something'll happen. Whatever it is, something will happen. Um Yeah. I don't know how it's gonna happen. I am probably the guy who needs to figure out how that's gonna happen. <laughs> um but something will. So fingers crossed. Um so let's do let's do a little a little kind of bonus segment this week so before we go into the news we're gonna do a little thing that i have donned desert island rigs i mean i was going to call it desert island dicks um because that is way more <laughs> on brand for us um but desert island rigs okay so we are stranded on a desert island we have been given the opportunity to pre-plan for this strandedness we are allowed three guitar pedals two guitars and one amp however the stipulation of this pre-planning is that it happens to be none of the gear that we have in our possession at the moment so I wouldn't be able to go pick up a variax and a hx stomp That would really i mean that that would be cheating um yeah (laughs) it would be a very versatile rig but it would be cheating um and to be fair an hx stomp is not not an amp it's many or it's a pedal maybe no no (laughs) Um, so yeah we're kind of talking like individual stomp boxes potentially um rather than multi-effects units and we've got a, a spending limit as well we've got a, a quite generous spending limit our uncle moneybags has come back and he's given us a, a little a little tip here he's given us five grand each to play with so yeah okay
1: uh, can I ask you to go first? Because although you did give me some time to prep, I was driving at the time, and I've since sat down to start the podcast. Never! <laughs> so if you go first, and I'll just make sure that what I'm about to say
0: doesn't blow the budget. Okay. Um, I mean, I, I didn't plan it, but I, I, I can I can go off the dome, I reckon. So I'm thinking... I'm thinking I'm going to look at the guitars first. And I'm gonna go with my first choice is the Charvel Pro Mod HSS in like that burnt orange finish. Uh, so that's that's a pretty versatile instrument. It's also got the best bits of the strap, which is like the middle pickup and the neck pickup. Uh, yes you hear me right. <laughs> uh, so I'm pretty sure I'd be happy with that um and it's pretty modern feeling so it should be quite nice and it's got stainless steel frets so I don't have to worry about getting it re-fretted on my desert island so i'm I'm pretty cool with that uh, I'm thinking for um for the second guitar I'm gonna go with a Gibson Gary Clark jr uh I was gonna go something bookers, but sod it I've got a booker in the uh in the Charvel. That'll do me. I want some P nineties. Uh and I want all of the P nineties. So I'm going with a Gary Clark Jr. and I'm going with a red finish, not the uh not the kind of butterscotchy scotchy translucent finish. So those are my two guitars. Uh yep. Pedals. Right. This is I'm I'm sad now. Can't have the Mojo Mojo. I mean you can. Yeah. Oh no you can't. No you own
1: it. No, you can't. Oh
0: God. I, I own oh, it. I, yeah, yeah, okay. I own it more more than once. So I definitely, definitely can't. Um Right, what I'm thinking What I'm thinking is I'm gonna go for a Wazercraft blues driver because blues drivers are fantastic uh i've got a screaming blues but i don't have a blues driver i'm gonna go for that i'm gonna go mm. Ooh. Ooh. i'm gonna go for the Tone preacher because i don't own one of them i mean i've i've got the prototype sitting down here but i don't own it so yeah it's not technically against the rules uh but I, I I definitely definitely need a modulation pedal. Uh, and I I, I kind of want a Univibe, but I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna sack that off and I'm gonna go for uh the vent. Uh, because I think like generally speaking. Uh, so we're probably talking. About a grand and a half for the the Gary Clark, about seven hundred ish for the Pro Mod. Yeah. Uh, so we we're talking two and a bit uh, with the preacher, the blues driver, and the vent. I'm probably about three grand ish now, roughly. So I've got about two grand to play with, with an amp. Fantastic.
1: Yeah, not bad at all
0: You know what, sod it, I'm going for an AC30 I won't have any neighbours, I'm on a desert island Yeah Uh, Hand-wired with uh, blue uh, Alnico blues in There we go
1: Yeah, you can definitely get that for that price I've just got to work out my guitars Mm. What am I going to have? Because
0: I can't go, yeah. Okay. You can't, yeah. You can't have the cabernet. Like, <laughs> you can't have a Mexican standard cabernet because they don't exist. God oh yes, <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, oh God, right. Um
0: okay. well, I've
1: got about three to play with. Okay, well I'll go through the the rest of what. So I'm going to start the other direction. I'm going to start with the amplifier.
0: Okay, yeah. I mean, it and makes sense.
1: I am going to go for a Friedman Mini Shirley combo uh, because I absolutely fell in love with those amps. They've got a three way toggle switch, so they've got like clean, they've got three channels, but it's on a toggle switch, so it's clean crunch and lead, but on a toggle. Um, so there are tones in there. If I'm on a desert island, I'm not
0: going to be playing in a band, I can flick between those
1: toggles, I can deal with that.
0: Good, good, good. I reckon you just got to stay on the crunch and then the pedals will do the rest.
1: Yeah, so uh, the first thing I've gone for is a Ryra clone. Um, so it's a Klon clone, clone. Um, I know the Ryra, yeah. Yeah, um, it's one that I played a lot with Steve uh, when I was down at Steve's. Um, and I just think it's possibly the best clone that I've played. Um, it does something a little bit that makes me sort of maybe understand where the money is in the clones because before that like I couldn't really, I didn't really get it whereas now I think I do so I've gone for that okay so the next pedal I'm going for and it's slightly cheating but it isn't because I don't own it, I'm going for a germanium raise the dead
0: because I don't own a germanium
1: raise the dead so it's slightly cheating but yeah I'm going for that Um, and the third pedal uh, well obviously Germanian Razor Dead speaks for itself Razor Dead pedals are fucking incredible this is just the Germanium version I'm sure it'll sound incredible I can brighten it up with the the Ryra if I need to and then the last one I'm going for um, probably a little bit controversially I'm going for a Strymon Flint so I've got tremolo and reverb so I've Uh got a modulation of sorts And I've got my reverb, which, you know, I'm a a reverb person. Yeah. So I'm going with that. That is my rig. That comes to about 2,300 quid. So I've got a fair chunk of money to play with. And I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to go for a HSS American Professional. Okay, yeah. Strat so that I've got a humbucker and the neck Strat sounds. That kind of gives me the versatility to just pick whatever I want as my other guitar. And I still, yeah, no, I think what I'm going to do is just go for, I can't remember whether it's player or performer, but there's a Telecaster around the like 900 to 1,000 pound mark. Yeah. So I will. That will be my other guitar. I'll have a a strat with a humbuck in the bridge to do the rock stuff, strat neck and middle
0: pick, pickups, and then a telecaster, and that's what I'm going to go with. I, I missed a trick with not having a telecaster, but I figured like I've got single coils with the strat, and mm, yeah, yeah. I want I want three guitars, and if I have three, then I want four. So I mean <laughs> And then if ex- I have
1: four I want seven.
0: <laughs> yeah, it, expl- it explains the rack that's sitting there. I mean that's pretty much my thought process through life. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, N equals N plus one. So yeah, can't get rid of this one, it sounds too good. But I do need this this new guitar. Mm. Well, gonna have to find more space. We <laughs> buy a big house. Jesus Christ it's getting expensive now. <laughs> I see.
1: It.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it becomes a comes a problem doesn't it? Uh, I did have some yeah. guitars hiding un- under our cuz we got one of those like uh, ottoman style bed things where it like flips up and I had some yeah. guitars hidden under there for a while. <laughs> that was good. Uh, yeah. I guess we should probably do some news. We should probably Yeah. Hi. Uh, Right, so there was a big chunky bit of news that I did say that we'll save for this week. Last week, uh, that makes sense. Yep. Uh, so, we we will tackle this one. Uh, so, satellite amplifiers, satellite amplifiers, are a company that make. Um, they they make a certain guitar. Um, they they make a guitar which is. Basically, um a very accurate uh, reproduction of the Epiphone Coronet. um I mean, they they've been quite open about it. It's very very clearly that guitar. There's no like headstock changes or like dimension changes or like offset. They even called it the
1: Coronet, didn't they?
0: I believe so. <laughs> so
1: I'm pretty sure they did because they then tried
0: to file for trademark for coronet, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, they they um quoted federal, uh, federal trademark as as the reason why they could recreate this because it had been it had been a damn while since um like the first production of the Epiphone Coronet had ended I think it was uh in the 70s at some point but I, I don't know the exact date um so they they were like saying like trademarks pretty much done there we we should be good to do it um uh, and they they've been doing uh like doing these accurate uh repros since uh February 2018 so a few years um however gibson uh they went on the warpath um rightly or wrongly in some cases like with the 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 dean one uh, i think no one uh, no one was backing gibson with that um, yeah however however like these are um, like Epiphone is a company owned by Gibson and have like been owned by Gibson for quite a while. Um, uh, they, they own the rights to this guitar. Uh, yeah. Like by whatever you say, they own the rights to this guitar. Um, and they, they were not happy about, about this decision by satellite amps. Um, and they, they didn't come to an agreement. They, cause the, uh, they were talking about doing like partnership programs with certain companies where those companies were would be allowed to use the trademark for, for a fee. Uh, and they've obviously not come to this this decision. Um, and on social media, I think it might have been Twitter. Um, within the, the last couple of weeks, there was a, a statement from Satellite Amps saying that they had surrendered uh, to the will of Gibson pretty much. Um because Gibson are a bigger company and have much more money to bump into lawyers than they uh, they ever will have, so they are they are having to surrender this uh this trademark um Epiphone very recently released <laughs> the coronet Wiltshire and the crestwood, which are all the same um same body shape uh You've got the single pickup, like the single P ninety, the dual P ninety, and then the the dual mini humbucker version. Yeah. Uh, in the those uh, those um, names respectively, I can't. I couldn't tell you which one was which. I think. No, the, no. I think the current single coil one, but
1: yeah, yeah, or at least the original,
0: yeah, was the single coils, wasn't it? I yeah. Think. Well, yeah, it was a single P90, sorry, which technically is a single coil, but yeah.
1: Yeah, it, it, I mean, it's a single coil. I was just having a look here. So the original one was 59 to 1970. Oh, there you go then. And the, and then they had reissued them 1990 to 1999. So it's not like it's forever ago that the Coronet has been sort of gone. Like, it, it, it was last produced by Epiphone in 1999. And... like i don't understand why you think a direct copy is okay like i understand that a similar looking instrument and like you you look at some of the v's that are out there and some of the explorer shapes that like slightly changed and obviously the companies changed the headstocks because that's what they were told when they had all these lawsuits in the 70s the lawsuit said you can't can't copy the body, like you can't trademark a body shape, but you can trademark a headstock. So, but this, the the, the solar or whatever they're called coronet was a, a, an identical copy, yes. and they called it the same thing. I don't know why they think they've got a leg to stand on. I like, they say they're backing down to their le- the legal might of Gibson. No, they've realized that they're going to lose thousands and thousands of pounds.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I don't think there's, there's a, a a great deal of recourse that can happen on this it's a pretty I'm, i'm no i'm no legal expert but i'm i'm pretty sure this is an open and shut case that this is the exact specs like this satellite guitar is the exact specs of this guitar which is a trademark of the gibson corporation yep
1: yeah, it's 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 open. And shut. Yeah, exactly that. It's open and shut. Like they 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 were silly to think that they could get away with it, and then to try and file for a trademark just in case Gibson hadn't seen it before. They fucking have
0: now. Yeah. Um, so I think the like Gibson having uh, Gibson having re-released the Epiphone uh, Coronet and the Crestwoods and the um, thingy, the um, Wiltshire was it was quite a power play on that on that behalf and they are uh they're being released at a, a, a budget friendly uh level and i think if the like if there's a market for these there's also a market for someone who wants the premium version uh which i believe the satellite amps was it was a much more refined uh, whereas the the ones that Epiphone will be churning out will be like whether they're fine instruments or not, they will be like Chinese made or or Far Eastern made. They will be using budget um, conscious choices for for certain things, so they it, it's not going to be particularly well branded hardware or tuners or or electronics whereas i believe the uh, the satellite stuff was more geared towards um a premium price point but and they were asking that as well they were i believe they were over a grand for them um yeah yeah but like
1: these guitars were Entry level Epiphones when Gibbs, Gibson had already bought Epiphone at this point, and then they were entry level Epiphones. So like they were probably fifty or sixty dollars in the fifties and 120 dollars in the seventies. Like they're not, they weren't ever premium instruments. So yeah, all right, they've they've poshed them up and stuff, but these are the kind of, these are the kind of guitars that people like us will buy and mod.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um it, it it to me is is like it almost mirrors the um the specials and the the juniors uh of the Gibson lineup. Yeah. And which is why we get a little bit up in arms when they're saying, Oh, here's a here's a junior for like a grand and a half. Grand. It, you know it, <laughs> yeah. it kind of beats beats the objective of of the original junior. They were the student model, they were supposed to be the affordable one. I mean, yeah. and if you look at them, like there's very little like fancy bits. There's no binding. the The finish is very, very, very basic. It's it's not like yeah. ridiculous flames and and book matched AA maple. Yeah, tops. and
1: they're they're flat tops. They're not arts tops. Like there's 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 not much of the premium aspect of yeah Gibson guitars in them
0: yeah and that's that's very much where i see these in fact these are uh, ever so slightly more tarted up um in terms of their look but they're still like like you said they're very much a, a simple instrument they're very much because I mean, they they're quite short as well aren't they so they they should make pretty pretty decent uh, student guitars yeah um uh, but yeah little bit of a little bit of uh, a bit of, uh, legal hot water a little bit of a uh, just an advancement in in that case because i know it had been mentioned I, i'm not entirely sure whether we did mention it on the cast or whether it was a new segment that we we had planned and didn't didn't deliver um there were, it was about probably about four or so months ago maybe a bit more actually that this this news story cropped up for the first time, and now it's kind of concluded.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, like, just, I, I like, like you say, you you look at the way Gibson handled the Dean thing, and then there was other one, like, there's been other ones like last year and this year where like they they're going after companies that are following the rules that have been set out for them. Yeah. But but satellite didn't. Yeah. They didn't follow the rules that we said. They just went, "Oh, that's that's not not on the market at the moment." Let's claim that it's ours now. Yeah, mine, mine. I want it. I yeah. want it. Here it is. I made it. Well, you're in the wrong. That it almost to me feels
0: like they've gone right. Gibson are getting bad
1: press, so maybe they'll back down.
0: Mm. Well, yeah, I, don't, I I I wouldn't like to comment on the the company themselves. Maybe they they did feel that the. They had um uh or the the legal president for that certain body shape was um was a gray area and and that it wasn't being catered for and that they wanted to bring that that particular shape back and yeah that's that's all good and well and a noble cause to a degree that you wanna uh resurrect a an old kind of uh cult icon but now now the original uh makers are going no we've got that now i think yeah the safe thing is to step step aside with it well i'd like to see what uh satellite do next with it um whether they tweak the design and come back whether they just give up yeah. on it um i yeah, don't know
1: because, i think mean, uh... I assume they've done a quite a bit of R&D to kind of get all that stuff so you'd imagine they'd try and either change
0: the headstock shape or change the body shape or yeah let's, let's see what happens um right so we've got oh that's <laughs> that's last week's um, here we go so we've got we've got a few more a few more um stories from the news and we've got i mean we're at... Pretty much at the hour, but I'd like to do a little bit over just because yeah, we had yeah. a little bit of a technical issue in the centre. Um, just to just to make sure. Uh, do we want to go? I tell you what, we'll go, we'll go with uh, Electro Harmonics because I like be Electro Harmonics this year. Well, It'd that's be quiet it. Yeah. This year, that's it. That's it. And it's been a while since we've reported on any of their pedals, and I'm down with Electro Harmonics. Like. They're they're a plucky company, aren't they? They they yeah. and and the thing that really really kinda of warms me to them is they're not trying to push prices up and up and up. They're not trying to kind of squeeze uh, squeeze the market for every dollar. You you see like new EHX pedals and they're coming in at under a hundred pounds, you're like, shit, son, that is <laughs> that's that's righteous, that is. So, EHX, yeah, you're getting our getting our voices this week. So they've um, released a demo of something called the Eddy, which is a chorus vibrato. Um, it's quite an involved chorus vibrato. So it's got a volume control. Uh, it's got your rate uh, and depth, which you'd expect. It's got an envelope or ENV. I assume it's the envelope. Uh it's got a tone control, which is it's uh a welcome addition. Um because when you start messing with the phase of a signal, things can get a bit thinner. So I like the fact that it has got a tone control on it. It's also got a shape control. So it uh you can have like a, a standard sine wave, a nice kind of rounded off sine wave, or you can get it kind of more jagged and saw toothy. Um and you can kind of blend between those those different shapes um it's also got a switch for the chorus chorus and vibrato mode um it's all analog so it's bucket 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 brigade um controlled so it's using using a bucket brigade chip um and it's got in and out and it's got an expression in as well so for those who like that kind of thing I'm, i'm personally not not too sold on like, expression pedal control, but
1: yeah, I was just having a look. It's got a three-way toggle on it as well, so you can either control the depth, the rate, or the envelope control with the expression. Like I'm, um, okay. I'm not sure if that if that makes any difference to anybody who's like it. I mean, I'm not an envelope filter, vibrato,
0: chorusy person, but I mean, I I I absolutely dig wibbly wobbly sounds. Um and listening to this it was pretty cool. I, I was digging some of the tones that they were getting. Um uh, it's like standard EHX video. Um very very well done. Very versatile as well the the musicians they get to do the the demo, So I'm I'm really cool with that. Um all of that stuff, brand new chorus vibrato pedal ninety nine quid. Yep. Yeah. I mean, you can't you can't argue with that, can you? You can't. Especially argue.
1: as it's like it's it's a new product. It it doesn't look like anything. Like, I, obviously, I'm not in the market for wibbly wobbly things, but I don't know anything on the market that does quite this.
0: Yeah. I um, I mean the, the the gripe that I have got with it, and I t- I spoke with you about this before the cast, didn't I? Is that a lot of modulation effects really kind of open up when you can uh, can use them in stereo and something like this would have been an ideal candidate for stereo um, but it unfortunately it's, it doesn't look like it's been added unless it's over TRS but I don't think it else yeah oh. it doesn't mention
1: it in the write up of this pedal that I've got here um, mm. I yeah I think they'd, they'd kind of make a, th- a deal of it if it was going to be TRS
0: yeah so i mean that that's the kind of one drawback, but considering the price point you it's it's one of the things that they'll they'll let fall by the wayside um it's it's nice to just hear back from um from electroharmonics I think like they have been they've been suspiciously quiet this year i mean for obvious reasons um it's been a bit of a mental year. Um, and I imagine that they couldn't get to the office uh, which is what, where I imagine Mike's just sitting on a chair somewhere just shouting out random pedal combinations and says go make it uh, but I don't know uh, it's it's good to see them back it's good to see them back um, would I buy it though would I buy it I don't think I would. Really? I don't think it's, I would.
1: It's right up your street though, isn't it?
0: It is. It is. I think there's too much going on with it for me. Fair, yeah. Um, I think I'd get lost within the controls. And the, the lack of stereo, although I don't use it necessarily all that much. I think... Like the, op- the option. Yeah, the option... Kind of just grates me a little bit, but it did—it it did sound really good, and yeah, I think I think we should probably wrap up the cast there because I'm quite mindful that both of us have got got a bit of early work tomorrow morning. It's becoming a little bit later, yep. so <laughs> it is. so let's let's wrap this up. Um, so thanks- we can save the rest of what we've got just in case we do have to do a mega cast. Indeed, well, the the mega casts tend to be like a roundup of the year, which again isn't going to last very long because all's happen this year. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But hey ho, Uh, we'll we'll see what we'll see what we get, what we come up with. Uh, Anyway, so uh, thank you, listeners. You are the reason why we do this, and if you've made it this far, you are awesome. You are awesome and a special special shout out to our patreon backers who are as follows mr. Andrew Bimson mr. Adam Yeomans of chef tone effects mr. Doug Christ of 37 effects mr. Joseph Richardson of Joseph Richardson music and abstraction band mr. Hugh G Riction, <laughs> a friend of Mike off your pants. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Yeah. Um, oh, you've you've knocked me off my train of thought. Yeah. Uh, who else do we have? We have Mister Ben Fletcher of Fletcher Pickups, and we have Brian Gow of the Tone Jerks Podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um And for as little as two dollars a month, you can be one of those people. You can be. I believe in you. You can do it. If you go patreon.com. You can do it. Yes, Bite his fucking head off. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, if, if you go patreon.com slash fret talk, you can find out how how can you can be one of those people. Um, if you want to catch me online, it is uh, budgetpedalchap at uh, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. And YouTube is the home of the No Talk Tone and the Pickpocket series. Um, and I also do some stuff on pedal boards of Doom too. Look out very yep. soon. There may be some something, 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 something going on uh, with the Stump V Stomp series. If I if I can pull my finger out, I've got a lot of videos to record. So I don't know. I'm not promising anything, but just keep keep your eyes peeled. Um, Matt, you are on things. You are Twitch, Twitter, and the Twinstagrams at heel underscore Matt Q correct and the bad bookers podcast is back it is we
1: we didn't end up coming back as the main podcast yet however today as we record we released the first of like the like so we're we're back to reviewing shows so raw was yesterday so we reviewed it today as a podcast like i wasn't there for this one but i'll be there for bits of bobs but yeah and we're going to start coming back so the 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 podcast feed will start having things in it, and it will already have things in it by the time this podcast releases. It'll have a
0: week's worth of shit in it. There you go. <laughs> shit as in... As in... <laughs> stuff. Stuff, not shit as <laughs> I mean, as it'll put, <laughs> I mean that, that's for the listener to decide. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's down to you. Uh, so yeah, that's pretty much us for this week, isn't it? We've got a shit joke to do in about a minute's time. But before that happens, from myself, Mr Budget Pedal Chap, from Mr. Matt say bye Matt. Bye Matt. Wee it will be a tatty bye and good night for this week. To Rada Bye. Bye
1: bye. Bye bye bye. <laughs>
0: Why did the baker have brown on his hands I don't know because he needed a poo <laughs> <laughs> oh dear he needed a poo yeah. there you yeah. go <laughs> Merry Christmas <laughs> listener Merry Christmas